Welcome to the Palm Wine Podcast. It's your boy Quicks. It's Sahara. And we've got two lovely guests with us today. You want to introduce yourselves? Um, hello. <laughs> yeah. Who's seen her before? <laughs> you know, back like I never left. Uh, boy. We love it. Y'all know me, Aaliyah. Hello. hello. <laughs> and we have the wonderful Aaron Bishop, isn't it? Aaron. Um, Journalist, writer, screenwriter. Come on. Uh, I didn't know who was doing titles. Like yeah, that. yeah, no, yeah, come on. You've been before, innit? They've never seen you. They know you already, man. They don't know you. Yeah, they don't know you. Know, I thought he was going like, we was tooting our own horn, but okay, Aaliyah. <laughs> writer, director, <laughs> manager, coordinator, okay. mm-hmm. boss lady, mm-hmm. entrepreneur. <laughs> Just. All round. Now we need to find out a way to put that on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 dot dot dot. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be continued. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So before we get into the episode, we've got to do a bit of housekeeping as always. So Sahara, where can you find us on the Instagram? So on Instagram, you can find us on Palm Wine Podcast and on Twitter, Kweku. Palm Wine Pod. All one word. You get me? Put it down right here below. Um, and we also, when you want to join in with the conversation, we want you to use our hashtags, hashtag PW podcast or hashtag Palm Wine pod. Mm-hmm. So for this episode as well, something that we're going to do is quite new. Um, we want you, we want to aim for about 10 likes on the video. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could do, we could do better than that. We, we but yeah, that's a minimum. We'll start minimum 10 likes and about 10 comments. That's what we want to see for now. Yeah, because yeah? we're back with a bang in season two. You get me? Bullet, 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 bullet. So, talking of season two, I think this time we're trying to take an angle of having a complete topic. So, this season two is going to be concentrating on um, the black representation. And today's episode is the black representation in the media. Hence why we've got Aaliyah and why we've got Aaron. So, um, a little bit about you, you guys first. So, um, We've obviously reached out to you guys to come onto the pod because we know you have extensive knowledge in the media industry. You have experience working with different outlets, um, working with your own and your own production companies and your own short films, etc. So, um, yeah, tell us a bit about that. Um, so I'm going to go with Aaron first. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about what you've got going on and um, yeah. So obviously, we we met at uni. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. met. So I was doing journalism there, and. Um, from there, I kind of focused towards music journalism, entertainment journalism, and I've kind of built my career off of that. So I've been doing that for the last five years. And then more, rec- more recently, I've been, I've been um, I'm working on my own short film, trying to get into film filmmaking. Nice. I came through, I don't know how deep you want to get into it. <laughs> <That, yeah. laughs> as deep as you want, bro, as deep as you like, want, bro. That came through um, lockdown, isn't it? So mm. I've always wanted to do that, but through lo- in lockdown, I kind of, obviously we all had time, and mm. I kind of like, this is the time where I can actually devote time to getting into it and working out. I did like an online screenwriting course to mm. figure out how to actually, because for me, I feel like I can write anything, bro, but it was more, how, how is it meant to be formatted? How is it meant to be laid out? What's the things I meant, to, what's the stages I meant to do, to go through to get what I went out on the page? So did that and I wrote a few scripts and then some of them I liked and some of them I didn't like and I ended up with this idea and then I made it happen. And last year was my, my first short film, which I proper like made out of my own pocket and everything and yeah that's, that's where we're at can, can, we, can we be cheeky here and ask what the short film's about yeah or is, yeah, it, yeah. Or is it or is it under wraps no 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 no. we can talk about it man so it's uh, it's it's about um so the short version of it is is there's three friends one goes missing and the other two have to figure out what happened to him mm. and there's a lot of twists and turns secrets get revealed 
um, it's a thriller, man. It's a crime thriller. That's kind Ooh. of the genre. So. That is my, that's my genre. Yeah, that yeah. right there, <laughs> give me like a young line of duty or something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. involved. Yeah, me. That's me. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's that, man. And then, like, when's this, when's this coming out? So, next couple of weeks. Yeah, so, we'll, like we'll, weeks, we'll so. yeah, that's two weeks. So, we'll give you a, we'll give you the heads up. Okay, so, so yeah, so this yeah. is, so I applied for a couple of film festivals and yeah. stuff like that. So, Hopefully it won't be like won't know by then, but hopefully we'll get some some selections in there and yeah, man, we're pushing as yeah, much as I can. Luck, man. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, you got well our done. support. That's the one thing. You yeah, got yeah. Our support yeah. Too, man. Love, 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 love for that. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. The angle for Aaliyah, because Aaliyah's already introduced herself. I want us her to give us an update. Where are you now since we've last seen you? Because I think you came maybe May or June. Was it? Was yeah. Are you sure it was June? Yeah. No, surely it was like July. Well, regardless. It was yeah. summer. It was summer. It's it was been a while. Summer. Regardless, yeah. I'm even like, yeah. Yeah, so when, when we last saw you, we what went, it was History on the Road, which Kweku <laughs> yeah. and I came to see. Yeah. Um, as well, which was absolutely amazing. Um, so Award yeah, where winning. are you? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> where are mm. you now? Um, good. Oh, where am I now? You know, I'm just, you know, figuring it out. But um, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, from we've moved a bit from, we're excelling in theatre. So I'm still mm-hmm. working in theatre, um, but also dabbling into film as well. Because, you know, film is where the Back. action is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, going into that, done a few music videos, just, yeah, just really expanding my horizon as a director and as a writer and just putting myself out there a bit more. Mm-hmm. As we know, the industry is not easy, but Definitely. I'm like happily just trial and error right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I would say. I'm just you. going for literally every avenue as a director I can do. I'm just going to try it out and then see where it goes. Can, yeah. can I just say as well, yeah, like maybe have these talks all the time, but like even bad experiences. Are still experiences, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So you're even the ones that maybe don't go as well, you're still learning stuff from it. Like you know what to do, not to do. Like do you know, that I mean? kind of so. do you know what? That's a good point because yeah, I realized that obviously I've known you guys since uni, uni times, right? Let's say when I was. What we're not gonna do is that, right? <laughs> not gonna do that, but um. I've already I've seen a lot of your both of your growths from either being directly involved in it or just being like an observer. And how difficult has it been for you guys to get it, your foot in the door? Um, just because, yeah, how difficult has it been? Mm. You know, um, I mean, for me, like I'm not gonna lie, like it wasn't that difficult. Mm. Um, purely because I would during when I was at, when I was at uni, I already kind of had an idea of what I was trying to do. So I was already like laying down tracks or like doing stuff that would I knew would help me once I finished uni. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So once I finished uni, I already had like a portfolio of stuff that I'd done of my own back. Like I'd done interviews with like Nux and like DC like before they blew, blew up, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because that's just because I, I, I was a fan of them from before. So there's people that I'd like reached out to and done interviews with by my, like, on my own. I'd already written for a few companies like... Guap Mag, I was writing for them when um, back at when they first started. When I was back at uni. Um, I did some work experience at NME back at uni. Oh, wow. So when I so when I finished uni, I'd already had I had yeah, my degree and I had strong, a portfolio, yeah. so I could reach out to like different places and be like, "Yo, this is what I've done so far. Can you give me opportunity to to work with you?" Do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so I was at Complex like a month or two months mm-hmm. or three, wherever it was after 
you graduated. Yeah. So I was, yeah. So for me, it wasn't that hard. All I needed was the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I needed myself. Once I had the opportunity, I'm. You're flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's not a f- yeah, no, 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 well, for me, it wasn't as smooth, but do you know, do you know what? I say it wasn't smooth, but it kind of a bit 50 50 because I was all really engrossed into like the creative arts in uni. That was just what I was always doing. It was just which avenue I'm gonna, gonna go for first yeah. because a lot of creatives, like they might be like, oh yeah, I'm an actor, but they've definitely got the skill of like a director or a writer mm. or just, and, or even a producer. So it was just, which one am I going to go for that will help me get there? And then I'll work on everything yeah, else, think <laughs> you know? So for me, I think, yeah, it was like, I never even like planned on being a director. Mm. Like it wasn't really, I was always like, wasn't I? I was like, actor, actor. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah actor. And I thought, yeah, I thought I would write as well. I thought I would be, a writer, no, I thought I'd be an actor that writes. Mm. And then just, you know, I started writing more stuff. And then I realised that no one's getting the vision on the directing <laughs> Did side. Did I catch it? They're just, I don't know. It's not, it wasn't terrible, mm. but they just wasn't seeing what I, the mm. imagery that yeah. I had in mm. my head. And I just thought, okay, let me just give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give it a go. Yeah. And then since then, it's just been, just been going, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, I think for me, it was just finding what my niche was because mm. I was trying acting and that wasn't going terribly, but it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have an Oscar yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so it's it landed. was a bit, yeah, like it's, it's hard. So it was like meaty, but then I started writing and I really enjoyed writing. But then it was like the whole idea of, okay, I've written something. I think it's amazing, but how am I going to get it? anywhere like how's who's mm. even going to care about it and i i spent time writing mm. so many i've got probably so many like random shorts or random scripts that i just sent you guys will know because i've never <laughs> sent these <laughs> of scripts but like random things that i've just written and then it's not even nothing's even become of it even mm. to a point with that film last year i went oh, yeah. as to film a short film mm. and because i just didn't feel it i was like forget it and we literally spent a whole day filming. But because wow. I'm just passionate about putting out quality work, yeah. I was just like, nah, if this is not going to like... But yeah. I personally like that, though, because I feel like if you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. people, um, even people who have made it, sometimes it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to put this out anyway because of the status I carry now because mm-hmm. of what I've done already. But then you might watch it or whatever it is or see the art and you're like, no, this isn't as good as before. You've gone left, mm. etc. So I feel like it's important to try and keep the same amount of standard that you in, um, aspire to have. And um, the moment you let it slip, you can lose fans. Things can go left. People don't want to work with you anymore. Things like that. So I think I, I do like that though. But do you know what as well? Like even on a smaller level, like it's, it's, it's sharpening your pen. Like, mm-hmm. like, when you because that Leo is so hard on herself, obviously that you know as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hard on herself, and I get it as well because my friends told me the same thing about me. But it's like obviously with someone else, you can see it a bit more clearer. Mm. But like when you when you, if you make if you're writing loads of scripts and even if you don't put them out, you're sharpening your pen. Like J Cole. Yeah. Like he, he, I remember his interview I watched and he was saying like he writes every day. Every day he wakes up and he would just write whatever the first thing comes to his head. He'll write it on the page. He doesn't have to rhyme. Doesn't have to do anything. Just writes it just so he can get used to getting his ideas from his head onto the page. Mm. So just write that. Just write, write, write. And the more you write, the easier that process becomes. Yeah. So it's just like draws. And even us on set, like even if we didn't put out the film, being on set, learning how to direct your actors, like 
it's, it's you're getting into the mode of it. Do you know what I mean you're you're getting experience just by doing it, even if it doesn't doesn't come mm-hmm. out? Yeah. Do you know what that's that's interesting because I feel like the repetition of it is what is building the the. Can't, the word just left my mind. <laughs> ah, that's just yeah, there's no word right. of the week today, boy, because it's, it's gone. Um, but the repetition builds the experience, and the experience mm. builds the growth. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You you can't expect to grow if you're not doing. That's it. You know the experience is founding. I remember I saw it on one tweet a few weeks ago. The experience is founding the doing. You're not gonna get experience waiting. Mm. You, you get experience waiting, but you won't get experience with what you what you want to go for, mm-hmm. in it. Um, and I think that's just that's very key. That's very mm-hmm. key. And like as I said, from where you guys have come from and where you guys are now, like it's just the beginning, in it. And I'm proud of both of you. Amen. Amen. You know, come <laughs> no, on, love, bro. You know what you gotta do, bro. You gotta do. Um, so onto the main topic, and again, we're gonna just plug it as well make sure you subscribe you like all of our content make sure you follow us again on our socials that is at palm wine pod on twitter yeah i did that one right for now mm-hmm. and at palm wine podcast on instagram and make sure you use the hashtags hashtag pw podcast and hashtag ooh hashtag 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 bilingual Bilingual quakes. Come on, you know how we do, you know, not just one language, you know. That is the word of the day. Listen, hashtag, hashtag, yeah, palm wine pod. Cool. Oh, gosh. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right, cool. So, for the main, um, first of all, thank you for giving us a bit of background about yourself. I think the people that will will be watching this would definitely, if if they haven't started looking into a media career or a career in media, they definitely will because of your experience Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, into the main part of the the pod. Um, So, what is your, I've got a couple of questions as well, and I think Sahara does too. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first thing I'm going to say is, what is your take on how black people are portrayed in like slavery films? Mm. or films and the media in general because I think that portrayal has such a massive impact on how the community views itself so we'll talk we'll, yeah let's start on the slaveries first and see where you go with their like 12 years of slave <laughs> underground <laughs> all of that yeah I'm a star everyone's <laughs> really re- analysing rejigging boy this nah, one I just got a question isn't it, for you oh god before I, before, I don't know if you had the answer for that I mean... yeah. but I was going to say you said you feel like it has um, a big effect on how we the community sees yeah. themselves that like, what do you think that is that is um so how we're portrayed in media first and foremost i think oh it's tight so a lot of the tv shows that we see yeah um there's barely any positive representation as there was probably in like the 2000s mm. right if we look at obviously i'm not even gonna be our ages in it because it's tight <laughs> but if we look at early 2000s late 90s right you had shows like proud family you had the trouble network yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which had the big ones mm-hmm. my wife and kids one on one um fresh prince how can i forget fresh prince one on one my wife and kids fresh prince um everybody hates chris mm. like those especially my wife and kids to me that shows that defeats that demographic that single parent households that black people they only have one one parent in their lives yeah, the there's not a nuclear away. family the dad went to the shop and never came back <laughs> went to go <laughs> went to go get milk and never returned but like 
sorry, it's not funny, but like it dispels that notion that you can't have a healthy, that black people do not have healthy families. Yeah. And even in one-on-one, um, I think it was Brianna's dad, Flex Washington, right? As much as he was a single dad, it also shows that it's not always the single mothers. There mm. are also mm. single fathers. And it also shows the importance of a male... Positive, positive male. male role model in Brianna's life, you know. That's just that's yeah. before I take yeah. before I start talking for England. That's that's my that's my yeah, two pence on that yeah. one. I think um, what's sad about that as well is that those are all American shows. Mm-hmm. Right, see, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the only one I can think of in terms of English is Desmond's. Mm. How can I forget uh, Desmond's? Yeah. I'm trying you? to think off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. I can't think of one. If it comes to mind again, I'll say it. There was one, uh, there was a um, Meet the Ade something as well. Adi Adi That's it, yeah, there was that. Um, but um, I'm trying to think, there's not, there wasn't many. I think the reason even for that question as well is almost why is it only, um, like why are we only able to, or picked for, oh, we're going to do a historic period mm. film, the slave, the maid, mm. the the servant, or things like that. I love the whole thing of, J, um, the James Bond is now going to, or the Bond series is now going to go to a, into a black female. They're now apparently thinking, or Idris Elba's in the line to p- perhaps take over from that. But there was a whole uproar with, we call it, a black person being Bond. I, I agree with that, you know. And no, I can't like, I, we, I, 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 I agree mad. with that uproar, to be fair. I don't, I don't want a black Bond, but to not segue, to stick with, so again, you could go But But, like, I don't know. For me, I think this is why even like Tyler Perry have it. I think it's Tyler Perry that had yeah. his own studio now. Yeah, yeah. It's like one, yeah. One thing like I like that because I think the reason when we talk about why is it always slave films and stuff is because the big budget films are from the studios, isn't it? So they yeah. and the studios are run by white people. The white people. Yeah. So they decide what they put the money into. It's mm. true. Which is why like ownership is important, isn't it? And mm-hmm. why if we if we're the ones that are putting up the money as mm. black people to make these projects, then we can decide what projects get made. I think Get Out and what Jordan Peele did with that. Yeah. Obviously it wasn't it kind of shed a it shed a light on race relations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm. But obviously we're talking about family and those kind of things and especially in the UK, we don't really have anything that shows that. But obviously we've got we have the talent in terms of actors. We yeah, have, yeah. We have the talent in terms of directors, in terms of all the parts that we need and obviously representation has become now a big thing so there's no reason why in the future that couldn't be more yeah. of a thing but yeah it's, it's, it's sad isn't it let me I've got a bit of a, a follow up from what you said did you have anything before you <laughs> um, before yeah I no it? I feel like you said a lot mm. I mean I think just jumping off of the idea of like it's always American culture mm. America's massive like yeah. for one so they're gonna have little I mean I'm not trying to go into American slave history <laughs> but they're always going to have like you know there's big communities in Atlanta and like there's places like LA and Hollywood like that really focus on the black narrative which is why it's unfortunate that a lot of our really great actors here have to go there to even get the recognition mm. that they actually deserve like as much as the UK is very mm. small we actually have a massive impact like one thing that I actually deeped I was talking to my mom about the other day is that every country 
has an Independence Day because they're free from this place. No. <laughs> like, yeah, no, this it's little true. country, it's true. This little <laughs> country had power over so many places. So it just Ooh. shows you how much of an impact we can actually have on the world. So mm. when I think about the media and like just the creative industry as a whole, like there's so much we can do here, but it's about whether people like there's people they don't really want to. You know, like they're not ready for our the Black British narrative. Mm. It's everyone's very happy to go like because you know there's a like oh, what was what's that song called? There's basically like there's so like I don't want to say the n word, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, you seen that thing yeah. of um what Kanye said? Why the song is called N in Paris? Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. in Paris yeah. back yeah. in the day. You know, like and it's like there's always the story of like, oh yeah, we can't have people in Downton Abbey because there wasn't black people. Are you mad? <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you imagine? So where was we? <laughs> I think that's why I watched Bridgerton. Yeah, it's great because I like the fact that the Queen was black. Yeah, and then uh, we call it the um, tall, dark, and handsome. Though. Even though he was mixed race, but at least you know Listen, what I mean. It's, we it's, will take exactly. What we can get really. But honestly, I think that's why I actually went and made an effort to watch Bridgerton, and it actually ended up being actually alright. So you know what I mean. But um, I think sorry. Just yeah, no, 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 add no, no, on don't. with Bridgerton as well. It was just a narrative for a narrative sake. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing that I think the UK British scene needs to get on board with. Is like we don't need to tell black stories as like. Oh, about the knife crime and the gun yes, crime. Yeah. Oh, about slavery. You, there can just be a story about mm. a family and the actors just so happen to be black. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The same know, way yeah. there's a hundred stories where the actors are just white. Yeah. yeah, you can literally have a story about I don't know a postman, but the postman's black. It's not even nothing to do <laughs> no, yeah. with oh the postman's black, but he's a yardy postman. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Yard. Like, it doesn't, even, doesn't even need to be that. He can no, actually yeah, no, just be like, not mean, like, Patrick. He can just be Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, he can just be Pat. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. From Oluwa Femi. Not Oluwa Patrick. Oluwa Patrick. Oluwa. Just a narrative <laughs> that just so happens to have a black character. It's true. No, I completely agree with what you said. Uh, I want to touch on something you've both mentioned about. Um, America and the industry over there. Um, Leah, you mentioned the Brits having to go over there as well. So now the Americans are complaining because we, the British, are getting the bus. <laughs> and that was, um, I don't know when it was. I'm sure it was uh, it just was before Christmas. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again. Had a yeah. It. So there's a lot. It's been a few times. Yeah. yeah. But, see, so, yeah, sorry, just. Sorry to cut you off there, but it's just interesting because have you not been watching Power Book 2? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Do you know, you know Professor Milgram? She's English. Yeah, she's yeah. British. Is it? She's yeah. British. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I she's British. British. how many what? Brits are in the States, oh. you know? Like, obviously this is a bit of a segue, but if you look at things like Benedict Cumberbatch being Doctor Strange mm-hmm. um, in the Marvel Universe, you've got... I'm Wong. I'm Wong. Benedict mm-hmm. Wong is Wong. British <laughs> actors. Wong was in um, Top Boy. Top Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in Top Boy. And you look at... Oh, I'm not laughing, sorry. I just remember this character. <laughs> <laughs> like, even... Like, obviously we're talking about black representation here, but you see how much British influences are in mainstream media. Letitia Wright, you know, British act- actress. Mm. British British Guyanese from... British Guyanese yeah, yeah, actress, yeah. you know? Yeah. I have to put that in there. Yeah. You look at John Boyenga, I went to my school still. Um, shameless plug. But all of those talented actors are not getting the recognition at 
home. And I, and I don't know, I, I'm not in the industry, but from the outside looking in, surely you would want to retain that talent as much mm. as possible because a lot of people are looking towards British talent. British talent is being siphoned into America, into um, probably just America, but into like other countries. So yeah, what's your take on that? Like, I yeah. think the UK gives us recognition once we've gone to America. Mm, mm, yes, yes, that, yes. Yeah. I you know, completely agree. Once you, it's like once other people are like, oh no, that person's actually good. Then they're yeah, well, yeah, yeah. British born. Yes, yes. This All of a sudden, person, when, when MBE here. Yeah, yeah that's name true. this. Yeah. Like, yeah. they need to start just recognizing the talent while it's here because, like I said, you can we can make so much influence on the world if. We're given opportunities, but, but again, and that's yeah. So I was going to say again, it just comes back to ownership for me anyway, mm. and that's why like you talk about even like we talk about all these people. Amal, I mean, mm. he had to he had to go to America and and do his thing there. All, all the people we've mentioned, but then you see Daniel Kaluuya, for example, not Daniel Kaluuya, um, John John Boyega. Boyega. Yeah, so he's obviously come back now. He's actually done like worked with Converse to work with I think like four or five filmmakers mm-hmm. and do like um, projects with them and get them into industry spaces and stuff so it's like and even John Boyega he's he used his Star Wars money to set up his own production company mm. so it's like these people that we're talking about yeah they had to go to America but that was but now they've used they're using that to come back and then help young um, and up and coming yeah. black British um, directors, actors, whatever, to come and, and come through. So I think like... I need to counter-argue with you that just a little bit. Oh, go for it. Just because, <laughs> do you know what? Some of them are doing that, but another issue that I think comes with black creatives in the industry is that they don't. Like, once they get to the top, it's like, okay, cool, I'm here. You're comfortable, yeah, And yeah. I'm staying there because, one, it could be because they're afraid, which is very possible because sometimes you get into... There's been rooms that I've been in where I thought, wow, mm. what am I doing here? And you do feel a bit intimidated by it, but then that doesn't mean that you should be scared and be like, okay, I've made it, so that's enough. Mm. What we have to do in order for us to get a wider, like more up-and-coming people of colour in the rooms is to keep bringing people on. A lot of our industry, I think you'll agree, is to do with referral. Mm -hmm. It Mm. really is a big, big who you know, which is so annoying. Like, Mm. I think I read somewhere that 58% of the BBC is like... Bull's auntie's son on this yeah, person. Yeah, like, no, do you know, it is. Like, it, it, no, it's, it's true. It all it's, comes from like mm-hmm. their, their you need like, to know family somebody, or like, you know. Friend and of a friend. It does happen. I think it happens a lot in law as well and like solicitors and stuff like that. This where who you know can give you opportunity. But what, life, yeah. Yeah. It is who you know. And if we don't just like get up to the top and just be like, yeah, yeah I've made it and that's fine. That's not going to change anything. We have to bring other people in and bring, like, what's the, the there's there's food for everyone. What's the thing? Like, everybody can, can eat. Everybody can eat. Yeah. yeah have a seat at the table. Come to the table. There is yeah. so much, especially because there's, like, and this is another thing, like, you know, a lot of the media will, like, miss, like, misname people. Mm. Like, they'll be like, like, oh, yeah, the Star Wars film that Dan it just was in. Like, and you, <laughs> we all know. That's not the same person. Did you see that but with, do um, you see them? Benjamin Mendy and yeah, 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 they do that. that happens so much, and they don't do that. With... That yeah, that it irks me. I feel like the when they're there, and they be like, oh, bing, ba, bing, and it's oh, gabenga or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And but then you can pronounce, yeah. you know what I mean, horrorowitz or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever the name is, or um, Schwarzenegger or whatever, yeah. without stuttering. 
it's the same thing. Break the name down like you break down that one, which has five more syllables than that, and we call it has different letters, a Z and a C next to each other. So how do you pronounce that? I think for me, it's a bit um, ignorant. And I feel like it's also trying to put you down. I think I also agree with... Um, whose point was it? Aaron's point um, regarding um, making sure it goes back to organisations. I also agree with your point that I feel like loads of people also, they, once they make it, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to be the token black person for this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I feel like, but going back to your point, or both of your points, if you merge them, I feel like it'll be like, you know what I mean? We made it, literally, if that was the way it happened, <laughs> like everybody's chaining around, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've got the camera, you've got the mic, this person's an act, um, actor, actress. Like, you know what? Like, it is difficult. Like, obviously there are some people, like, because you know, you're more in the film industry or or been in more rooms than that than me. I'm very new to that, to that side of things. But, like, once you make, once you make it, not everyone wants to be that that guy that's like, I'm the leader of the pack. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so, yeah. sometimes, sometimes a man just maybe just loves to act. He's chasing his dream. He's happened to make it in a in a in, in a big in a big um film show whatever, and that's just happens to be where he's at. He doesn't maybe doesn't actually want to be like. I didn't ask for this responsibility kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got their own path. Everyone's got their own like mindset, their own objectives of what they want to achieve out of it. So. On this, like I say, well, I use John Baker as an example of what he's doing, but he might feel that responsibility. Obviously, we saw him at Black Lives Matter, and this, yeah, 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 he, he's, he's generally platform, wants yeah. to use his platform. But some people just just want their bread and, and yeah. just, yeah. live just want the bag. Yeah, 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 be at the back and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, this person's good" or something. Yeah. That's what I feel like. So you don't always have but to be the be first in line. We never know. I mean, it's true. Maybe it's true. That. We it's don't true. know what happens behind we, closed we doors. Never, we but, yeah. but yeah, I think yeah. as well in terms of the organisations and having our own stuff in order to represent ourselves the way we do. A lot of the music or um, media, um, reality TV shows. Um, love and hip hop left. Oh, Real Housewives in terms of the black enterprises is gone left. Um, what happened to that? It's still going, but it's becoming a bit more ratchet now. Mm. All they do is fight. Before it was like, oh, we're the black rich women mm-hmm. and the, of um, Atlanta, um, and now it's kind of like, no, you slept with the stripper. What is going <laughs> on? But that, um, honestly, no, that was last the last mm. one um, yeah, season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not, <laughs> it's like, but, yeah. Uh, it's, this when it came out season culture, one, it was though. good. Yeah, for yeah. the cult. But it's, I feel like now I'm trying to see what's happening because it's like now they're getting YouTubers in it, and I feel like there's this whole thing. The mm. network is confused because that's another thing, but that's a bit different. You're now. It was one you're black but now you're getting old <laughs> you know what I mean no 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 let's be real I think <laughs> Nini was over 50 mm. Cynthia was over 50 all of them start. they're starting to go over the line and the ones that are starting to leave now are the ones that are older or just don't want to smoke because <laughs> you don't want to smoke anymore but I think for me again those organisations to get to my point are fueling that narrative and then you've got people who I think I started watching Housewives when I was in my as a teen, but I feel like I know how to filter the nonsense out. That's that's not how I've been raised. But for some people, and it's oh, I don't know, city girls, everyone's saying period, for example. And that period. got flushed. Yeah. But it's it's that type of similar thing. And then you put money into that and it's like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm you're supposed to be this ghetto fabulous. I don't mm. like that word, but yeah, person. <laughs> and that's the only way you're gonna make it. 
Um, if you're um, going to be a musician, you need to have dreads and a chain and a ring on your pinky. You know what I mean? It's that type of thing. But then people are... So my pinky my pinky ring's coming in the oh, next Lord three to no. five working days. <laughs> no, no. But you kind of like, you're kind of put in a box. You can only be a slave. You can only be half naked. You must have um, weaved down to your ankles. Um, social media now, You um, the pumped lips... Oh, um, the BBLs, yeah, they're all started. yeah, they're all features that um, growing up, well, myself and Aaliyah were able to we couldn't yeah. say we we probably were um, looked at or picked on or had snide comments, and now now everybody is <laughs> enjoying like, embracing it. That's not even from the culture, so I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, do you know it's so funny? Like I was just you just reminding me of something. <laughs> Wait. Hmm. When I was in primary school, yeah, I remember because obviously my heritage is um, Caribbean and African. African. Yeah. When I was younger, I remember one time my mom had cameraed my hair back. Mm. Cash. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Imagine, and this goes out to you, Daniel, because <laughs> oh, I no! remember it was you. Oh no! <laughs> I'm bringing dropped. it up after. 20 years. She name dropped. Yeah. In public. Imagine he came the up to me. The economy is tight. He come up to me and he was like to me, Shame on you, Daniel. You know, he, oh, let me tell you what he said. He said, Aaliyah, how come you've got the same hairstyle as Beckham? <laughs> that is why. So Beckham is the one. So Beckham, Beckham is the, the one who is, he started K-Rose. And this is where yeah, I have to draw the line. I feel like, though, if no, that happened but, now, he would have got co- cultural appropriation. Probably, uh, but back then, he was like, oh, he's snazzy, isn't he? You know what I mean? Like, it was back <laughs> you know then, I mean? you know, oh, he just keeps up with the trends. And that, but now, I feel like he would have got grilled. To be fair, I think, like, oh, this is, I feel so wrong for saying this. But, you know, that I remember when it was, like, Kim K, she had all of her braids, and the whole of my timeline were like, cultural appropriation. She just wants to do it because she's with Kanye. All of that. And it sort of begs the question, what is a safe space for, I'll say black women as well, but we make, I'll make it more specific, for black women to just exist? Like with their, you know, hairstyles, body types, figures, all of that stuff, without it being like... A trend. A trend, without it being like, oh, well, you have to look like this. You have to have this type of figure to then be what's the word i'm looking for attractive you know um and even for the men like the men is if you're not if you're not in the gym looking like simeon panda yeah and your biceps are not bulging through your top like you're not you have to be six foot or six foot you're six foot like you said the six foot seven basketball or athlete and all of that (laughs) stuff like yeah, oh, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my. Do you know what though, yeah? You okay? Oh. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to put that at the back? Yeah, it's probably there to wait. There yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, who's like for me? And this might be I don't know. This might come across as ignorant or like maybe because I I feel. I'm very comfortable with my own skin. Always yeah. have been in it. So, it's, but it's like, who makes who makes these rules from? Like, who's who's to say that if I if I go gym and I have big biceps, that I'm more attractive than a man who eats McDonald's every day? Like, fam, who who makes these rules from? Like, it, I've mm, never like. Society. I feel like yeah, is, yeah. I feel like if that's why I love people that kind of just do them. 
Mm. I always loved that person that's maybe a bit to quirky. everyone else quirky, mm. weird, whatever. Quirky, like, I love that I, I, I love them <laughs> people because it's like you're living your truth. Like, yeah, yeah. You're wearing, you're, you're matching the leopard print with the purple jumper and you don't care what anyone else thinks. Mm. Like, I love them people because it's like you're just doing you. Like, yeah, who's, yeah. who's, there's someone that will find that attractive, like, mm. that will like that. Like, I just think, every, like, if you live your truth and do what's best, what you f- is right for you and what you're, and that's easier said than done for some people because some mm. people care about what other people think. But yeah. I've never... Focused never, on that. I've never really, if, as long as it's right for me and it's what I want to do and it's, like, then that's what, that's what's, that's what isn't it? That's do you know I'm what? I, I agree with that because I do think just living in London... Like, how are we not going to be influenced by yeah. the multitude of cultures, of cultures yeah. that we have here? Mm. Like, how it is physically <laughs> impossible for us to do it. Like, there's tons of, like, things that we embrace in the black community that, you know, it's it might not be stereotypically what we've grown up on, but because of where like where we live and where we're from, it's, it should be fine. I think you just have to, like, there's appropriation... And then there's, what's the word? Like, yeah, inspiration mm. to to a degree. Because I'm not yeah, agreeing yeah. with every decision mm. some people have made in order to, I don't want to call it like, hate urban, but urbanise oh. themselves. You know, <laughs> I hate the word urban. <laughs> <laughs> like, that ain't ghetto, but that yeah, one. Yeah, like that those one, words. I'd rather hear ghetto than yeah. urban, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, so, so, yeah. Uh, no, I completely agree with you. I think for me, like what Quaker Qua- Qua mentioned, I feel like for me, it's the people who are genuinely racist as well. And mm, okay. they are inspired at first, but then they culturally appropriate mm. and then go with their orange self and now their <laughs> pump lip, the floater lips, and then come to call me the N-word. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, don't. Don't do that. You're there. Your butt is on the sink for the picture. But, but you know what? Don't. That's like, what I don't like. It's twirling like a kebab boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like, what ha- like irks there's, me. There's nuances to this conversation. Like, there's so many nuances. But even with that, like, mm. if someone, if that exact description that you described then comes and calls you the N-word, that's from a place of ignorance, isn't it? Of course. So then for me, Beyond. personally, this is like, again, like, I can for myself in them kind of situations. I can't, I've got so much dreams and ambition that's above London, mm, above mm. everything Where I do now, is bigger yeah. than me. Like I don't do yeah. anything I do for me. It's for my family or the or to, to push the culture or whatever. Like I feel like that talent or the ability that I have has so much potential to do more than than to be arguing with someone yeah, that, yeah. or just ignorant like yeah. that. So it's kinda of just like sometimes you just gotta leave people with their ignorance and mm. like some people if unless they want to be educated, you can't educate them. Yeah, yeah oh, of course, them. yeah. So There's never a waste of time cool. as well. You do, you yeah. do, because you, they're going to be Shake stuck the in... Shake the sand off your sandals and walk to the next house. Because what's that saying? Is that saying that's like, if if you argue if you argue with a fool, people from a distance can't tell the difference. Mm. That's you know true. Saying? Proverbs, boy. If you sit and argue with them, no one can tell who's right, who's wrong. You're, just, you're with two idiots arguing with each other. Like, mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, cool. You just got to kind of just stick to... Choose the battles. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think one of the last topics before we wrap up, actually, um, we've all watched Love Island and things like Too Hot to Handle and things like that. Well, Mm -hmm. I haven't watched Too Hot to Handle. Was that one or two episodes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, bro, it's all right, man. (laughs) We were talking about the other day. What do you mean? Just the French guy. Excuse me? What are you talking about? Chat for me under the box. Listen, I've got a reputation to maintain, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. But, um, I feel like 
especially when it comes to shows like Love Island, yes, in particular, there is a massive underrepresentation of black people. I'm just, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I'm just going to say as it is. You look at the last two to three years, yeah, there's been probably like two, maybe three, or maybe maximum four black people in that, or even people of colour, black people, people of colour, right, in those seasons. And I think, personally for me, I'm just a bit appalled because... In Love Island? Yeah. That's not true. The, Let's list, let's There's list about two that were. Who? There were, remember that season with Michael? We had, Michael, the, we that had, was the most representative. Michael, Josh. Was it Josh? No, 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 no. that was the next. Yeah, was, Josh yeah. and that were the last one before. Oh, yeah, no, no, Michael, so there was. But I'm telling you, well, maybe. There was a few in that, in that one. There was like. There was, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, point. no, but I'm telling yeah, in comparison, yeah. <laughs> in comparison to. See, this is even the debate, but in comparison to the rest of the cast, right? right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You will see, I think that season you were talking about, you had Michael, Leanne, uh, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah? No, no, I mean Michael, um, that was with Amber. Oh, Amber season. Amber season, Amber yeah. Season. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah but. Yeah, I hear that. They but they're still in comparison, in comparison to to, yeah, to the rest yeah, yeah. of the cast mm-hmm. members. You would have more of your British or your Essex or your Manchester's, yeah, your Birmingham's yeah. and like white British men and women as opposed to your ethnic or black British male men men and women. Like I remember that season you're talking about or was it the season afterwards where they had Shawnice and Luke T and all of that oh, stuff, yeah. yeah? The 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 distribution of like people of color was just very small from what I remember. Or maybe I'm just being ignorant, think, but even yeah. the early seasons of Love Island, there weren't really that many black Exactly. No, I think for ones. me though, it goes back to the fact, or I'm going to um, echo what Aaron was saying before, is you're going on a show that has um, probably predominantly white, um, what do you call it? Um, it's probably made by a white person. It's um, the ITV is owned by a white person, so of course that's going to be the whole um, thing that's put onto the show. So when we go into stuff like that, I always hate when they do the lineup and you get to choose who you want to do at the beginning because you're oh, sitting there. And my yeah. heart always goes out for the poor um, mm. white and um, black girl who they all see her. Oh yeah, they all look pretty and da 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 da. Um, and even when that girl might be the only one last to choose, they still try and take off another person from a white girl that's there. So I think for me, it goes to say, make, I don't know, Black Island or... (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, but I think, honestly, it would be absolutely hilarious. You know what I mean? (laughs) If they they can do it, so can we. And if they want to... There's obviously, as well, people who, like you both mentioned before, who appreciate... Um, our culture as well, who but who aren't offensive and um, generally know the stigmas and um, and tra- trials and tribulations that we go through as well. Um, I think we even met somebody at your event the other day who was like, "Oh, this guy can come to the cookout." You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so no, no, that he was cool. So like shout out, Luke. You know, if you're watching this, Luke, yeah, 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 shout yeah, yeah, yeah. you out, bro. Yeah, shout yeah, you yeah. out. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you know what I mean. But we we yeah. So but for me, it's those that like we need to do it for ourselves, and we need to put out a narrative. We need to tell people this is who we are. And I feel like um, the last when did TV come out? Let's say sixty, seventy years where there's been color TV. Anyway, um, yeah, no, no, it's them that's been in charge. So I feel like 
we need to Tyler Perry might be one of you two so Tylisha maybe or Tyler so of the UK that comes here to run things I feel like somebody just needs to take the step I'm out to get involved yeah, but you know we had to just I, I feel like they were trying to do this, something like this back chat mm-hmm. I feel like back chat were trying to do their whole little network because it's now it's trend central because they had they had um they had back chat on there they yeah. had um yeah. they had ZZ, ZZ Mills is on that same yeah. channel on top like, they're trying to do their their, but then, their network thing. even with back chat I feel like sometimes then there's that always well. yeah that went left but I feel like again there's probably from what I can gather jealousy there's been an argument and for you to be as petty as to ruin or try and ruin what somebody's trying to build is ridiculous I feel like that's another thing and it goes back to saying there can only be one person at the table again. And it's kind of like, okay, you ain't going to ride with me or I ain't going to ride with you anymore. I have to try and remove you from where you are. I feel yeah. like it's stupid. But you know what? Like, I don't, well, I don't even think that's necessarily like a black thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a, that's yeah, a, 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 yeah. a human Across, thing. Like, yeah. like, not everyone's got clean hearts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. and not everyone, people might have like a vision for something, but they're not necessarily go the right way about yeah. doing it. So, like, we have, like I say, transcendental. We don't know the ins and outs. I'm not even going to sit and say for yeah, 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 yeah. All I know is that clearly they're they're, they're, they're trying to they're something. trying to do a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. trying to build build something there. Yeah. And there's definitely if, even 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 if someone else is watching it and they can see what they're trying to do, it's showing that it's possible. Like mm-hmm. that 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 possibility is is there. It's, it's so mm. yeah. Like you never I know. completely agree with you. I think it just hurts more when it's mm. our stuff. Mm. And I feel like you notice it more when it's our stuff because yeah. it's so few. Mm. So I, I think, yeah, it's definitely not, and it shouldn't be ever stereotyped as a black thing because it happens in the Jewish community, it happens in the European community, everything. Everybody, the backstabbers, the friend with the knife mm. um, behind their back um, or bringing a gun to a knife fight or whatever it is, knife to a gunfight, whatever the saying is. But Can't I feel like it just hurts. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts when it's ours because it's coming. It's kind of like, come on, like right. we're trying to build. Everyone else is building around us, and we're still very behind. I feel like we're starting to wake up. I feel mm. like our generation is very proactive. I'm we're sure definitely it. more outspoken about this be one thing being wrong, something being right, and what's the best thing to do. Um, so I feel like we just need to continue. I'm very optimistic to see where we are in ten years' time, and seeing. Um, what the world looks like in terms of media and black representation, etc. No, yeah. I completely agree with that. I think, especially coming from my industry, I feel like even looking back on like music videos 10 years ago that we thought, bang, they look so dead to me now. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I'll look back on like old videos and think like for research purposes and I'll be like, wow, that, mm-hmm. this really... We thought this was kicking back this in the day. This was hard, yeah. but that just shows you how the creative industry is forever evolving. Yeah. We're always like unconsciously and unbiasedly looking for the next best thing. Mm. And so the more we keep trial and error and keep like pushing ourselves through, mm. the more we'll... Somewhat, I don't, if I'm honest, I don't think necessarily like cultural um, equality will be seen in our lifetime. If that's mad morbid, I'm so sorry, because I just feel like there's still so much to go. We are getting there, but we are very much brushing the surfaces. Do you know what it is? Sorry, bro. That's right. right. A lot of it is is token stuff. Like Mm. you see the, 
Black Lives Matter, then all of a sudden, oh yeah, we need to get black it's people here. It's what's popping at it's, the time. It's, it's, it's very like surface level. Surface level, and I, I even said this at the time, and when the George stuff happened, I posted, I had a post, it's still on my on my page, but it's like I, I said, I hope that it's not just a, a to, uh, surface level thing, and that's actual thing. And it definitely, yeah, to it me, was. it was. It like, was. It was. Absolutely. Uh, like was. even just sorry to no, add, no, but you know, all them companies that was there with their black box. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is it archived now? And the, like, and the four archived? black post boxes the that the bo- UK did. You know? And then, stereotypically, they made sure one was in Brixton. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> like, that killed me. But I said, you know what, well, like, like, and, like, not even to get political with it, but, like, it stems from the leader of the country. We see mm-hmm, what's happening with mm-hmm, Boris. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, he's gosh, a representation of the, of the country. Like, mm-hmm. do you see the amount, amount of lies that he tells and then, or the amount of crimes this man commits? And no one's no one's gone to jail. Grenfell, no one's gone to jail. Mm. Like, and they're still and they're four still, years later. They're still in power. Exactly. They're still yeah. they're still getting their their, the their pay their payday on. every. They're still taking expenses from the taxpayer. It's like it stems from the, that's that's a representation of our country. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, that's what it is. So yeah. that's if what that's what's happening at that level, then of course the entertainment industry or whatever is just going to be the same. The yeah. same. So we'll just leave that one there. <laughs> Thank you, Aaliyah and Aaron, for coming through. We really, really appreciated you having having you on the show today. No um, let us know where we can find you. You can find me <laughs> on the gram at Aaliyah McKay. Uh, you can find me on all socials at um, Ambish, A-M-B-1-S-H. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, we just make sure you guys follow each other, you know, make mm-hmm. sure you guys follow the follow Aaron and Lilia because, mm-hmm. you know, they've got great content coming out. If you're interested um, in yeah, creativity and everything, just make sure you're following them. And support black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag PW Podcast. Yes! Done! No! Yes! You <laughs> love it! You love it! You love it! You love it! <laughs> But yeah, no, obviously, I've been Kwaku. I've been Sahara. And it's been the Palm Wine Podcast.